I'm Jared. And I'm Antasia. And welcome to A Cup of Tea. Everyone's intelligence has been shaped by distinct personal experiences. If you're curious to shed light on both humanity's collective and intimate truths, then take a seat with an open mind and a full glass as we examine reality through the blurry lens of our own individual perspectives. Have a nice cold sip while we play Would You Rather? I have a question for you, babe. Mm-hmm. Would you rather be recording this episode with me called Would You Rather? Or would you rather take a bath? Well, I'm here, so I guess that's my answer. <laughs> so we're we're just going to default to the option that you chose as being the winner. Yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. Although I'm sure you would appreciate a bath or some other way to relax or unwind. Being a mom of two and, and very busy yourself. I would, but... You drag me here. So. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast, Seeps. Thanks for joining us. And we're doing a fun iced tea today. Me and my wife, my beautiful, amazing wife, who is joining me today. We are playing the fun and classic timeless game, Would You Rather? And we thought this would be a really fun episode because, again, very lighthearted. And we each have a list of questions that we have to ask one another. And again, I think this kind of goes along with some other episodes that we've done over the years, which between me and my wife, where it, it's kind of just us bouncing ideas off of one another and having these thought experiments and sharing our personal opinions on things, unpopular opinions, mm-hmm. divergent opinions, anyone. <laughs> so Steeps, if you've been with us since the good old pandemic year of 2020, you know exactly where we're going with this one but i think it should be a good time and again i'm i'm always so grateful to be joined by your side not just in life but on this podcast you're an amazing partner and regardless of what your answers are (laughs) to these questions whether we agree or not like you were just amazing well thank you i appreciate that of course well i would say since you are our guest of honor today you can go ahead and start us off with the first question in this game on a cup of tea. Would you rather? Okay. Well, I'm just going to start off strong because I like the weird questions that make you think. (laughs) Of course you do. So first question is, would you rather have out of control body hair or a strong pungent body odor at all times? I mean, both are equally terrible. <laughs> so That's the point. <laughs> I know, I know, but I, these type of questions always trip me up because I'm like, oh. Well, when when we say uncontrollable body hair, are we saying like it grows everywhere? It gets really long? Like Out of control. Specific? So it grows everywhere. It grows quickly. Yeti Ugh. style. So. Well, I feel like just because it's bad on the eyes, I would actually go with the body odor because I feel like at least body odor, there's tools to mask that aren't that difficult to Mm -hmm. utilize. Whereas having to keep up with hair, like you have to shave constantly. Like that just sounds very difficult and not like something I would enjoy doing. Interesting. Interesting. What's interesting? (laughs) What's interesting? Because you'd rather stink. (laughs) I would rather stink knowing that I can control my stink. Better than I can control my uncontrollable body hair. Interesting. What What would your answer be? The opposite? I'd probably go with the hair. I think okay. I could be able... I think I could maintenance the hair. Yeah, it'd be like a lot of everyday maintenance. But to smell would just be horrid. Because I feel like hair, again, you can maintain, whether that's daily shaping, whatever it is. But smell, you're, you're going to stink. And you have to like go places and be around people... Generally, people won't be able to see the hair, but people can smell you. But again, that's teach your own. So, okay. We're playing a game. I know. So, <laughs> so all right, stinky. Yeah, I I guess you can call me that. <laughs> that. That's a good start. Really good start. So thank you for the question. I would also say before I get to my question that if this episode is popular, then like we've done before with our opinion series, we can always do future would you rathers and maybe even do like, a themed would you rather 
Oh, that's a good one. So mm -hmm. think about that. Sip on that one, Steeps. Let that one simmer and brew for a while and let us know what you think. Okay, so I have some pretty interesting questions that I have for you, my lady. And the first one being, would you rather have telekinesis, the ability to move things with your mind, or telepathy, the ability to read minds? So I just like to see, like, rather than just looking at two, you know, the, the would you rather's I like is the ones that are less like picking between two bad outcomes and more or less like, two good outcomes but like you have to make a choice like you can't get one you can't get both of them you have to pick one or the other they might be very different mm -hmm. but i like to hear your reasoning and why okay you feel that way so how do you feel telekinesis or telepathy babe i will have to probably go with wow that's a good one <laughs> thank you telekinesis because you can go anywhere you want telepathy well, telekinesis is not the same thing no, as that's teleportation. Moving. I'm sorry. Yes. This is like almost like the force. Like you can control moving stuff with your things. mind. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with telepathy. Okay. I think I would rather be able to read someone's mind because that's going to save me a lot of time. I'm going to know if you're lying to me. I'm going to know if the mm -hmm. recruiter liked me for the job. Like I'm just, I'm going to know <laughs> Good point. all the things already. So that's just going to save me so much time in conversations mm -hmm. that don't need to take place. And I can just navigate the world a lot better. I can already know if someone is an idiot or, you know, racist I or mean, whatever yeah. the case may be. Like, <laughs> Good point. Save Good me a lot of time. I can know people's intentions, like, without, you know, having to start a conversation. So I think it would be a huge time saver, personally, to be telepathic. So. I would agree for the most part. I think... I would pick telepathy if and only if I can control it. If okay. I intentionally decide to view or, or see someone's mind or thoughts, then yes, absolutely yes. Pick I would pick that 10 times out of 10. If it's uncontrollable, like I, I'm getting all these thoughts from people and I can't have a normal conversation, I probably would pick telekinesis. Okay. Because it'd be just so cool to be able to be like, hey, um, I need to get my car over this ravine, so let me just... Move it. <laughs> <laughs> just move it with my mind. For me, I'd be like, oh, the remote's across the room. Boop. I mean, maybe telekinesis, there'd be some kind of correlation between your caloric potential and how much you could move in terms of mass. So it's like, okay, like if I want to move my car like 500 feet, I have to have a really hearty breakfast that morning. <laughs> I oh mean, I don't God. know if there's any rules to it. <laughs> I don't know about that, but, but or yes. If, or if, again, it's kind of like just how much will you have, but... That, that would be my answer. So pretty similar to yours, but I also think just having to hear everyone's thoughts in their head without being able to control that would also be something that could drive someone mad. Okay. All right. Well, you are on deck, my love. So what is your next question here? Okay. So my next question is, would you rather have constantly dry eyes or a constant runny nose? You just love these type of questions. These are so bad. <laughs> I would have to go the dry eyes because I'd rather use eye drops and those tools to help my eyes lubricate rather than the runny nose because I hate runny noses, my goodness. <laughs> and for somebody seeps who has, I wouldn't say severe allergies, but I have some pretty strong allergies. Mm -hmm. And I deal with it seasonally. I deal with it in the spring, in the fall. I always get a, a runny nose. I always get congestion plugged up. And uh, something I have talked about on my episode, Super Bloom. So go give that one a listen <laughs> when you can. And yeah, so I think for me, the runny nose is not good mm -hmm. because it's something I have a lot of experience with and it's just unpleasant. You have to constantly wipe your nose with the tissue and you go through like a whole box of tissues in a week. So definitely I could deal with some dry eyes. Okay. Good answer. I would agree. I would say same. I would have the dry eyes. They make eye drops for a reason, but I couldn't deal with the runny nose, the constant sniffling and blowing tissue and your nose is going to be rubbed raw. And so yeah, dry eyes by a mile. Understood. 
All right, well, I'm gonna take this first question I asked, I'm gonna flip it on its head with the second question. I think this is also a really good one. Would you rather have everyone you know be able to read your thoughts or for everyone to have access to your internet history? <laughs> um, this might be a, a scenario with two bad outcomes, but it's like, what's the lesser of two evils? I will say I'd rather people have access to my internet history. There's nothing crazy in there. A lot of, you know, recipes for food and, <laughs> and baby stuff. But, um, but to read my thoughts, absolutely not. Because I have reckless thoughts sometimes <laughs> and uh, about people. And I don't want people knowing what, what I'm thinking. Yeah. I'd probably be mm -hmm. committed or in prison. Especially like being with someone that you don't like and for them to be able to read your mind. Right. And, like hear or see everything that you're thinking. Like that's terrifying. I actually think I'd say the exact same thing. And it's because in my browsing history, I'm not going to go too much into detail, but there are things that are intimate and personal to me that I am not going to divulge in this podcast. And, you know, like, I, 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 I mean, while opening up something like that would maybe, you know, not be ideal because that is a safe space for everybody. Um, at the end of the day, like, I, I'm confident that, like, you know, right? I don't feel like there's anything on there that's, that's like anything that would deprive my character, or mm -hmm. anything that would make people feel like I'm a bad person. It, it would just maybe be some things that would embarrass me, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, like that. That's really all it'd be is like, okay, you see some embarrassing things in my browsing history, like, you know, whatever. I'm like one of the things, like, if I'm listening to video game music and stuff, it's like, okay, like, you know, mm -hmm. but I would not want people to be able to read my mind because I am a, I, I, I can be quite a cynical person sometimes and mm -hmm. I can have these negative thoughts. It doesn't necessarily mean that I'm acting on them, but it's also just like, you know, I, I'm not always going to have the glasses half full look on life. Like sometimes I'm going to be like, wow, this person's like an idiot. And it's like, if they could, you know, hear that or see that, it's like, I'm going to start a fight with somebody. <laughs> so, you know. Okay. I, I think I would agree with you on that. What's your next question? My next question is, would you rather find your true love in life or a suitcase with $5 million cash inside? No questions asked. Love of my life. I mean, I know I'm biased because I already found her <laughs> right here sitting next to me. But I just think that I've learned in life that relatively speaking, obviously I'm not like collecting retirement checks from the government or anything like that but i would say that love true love is irreplaceable i know i'm gonna sound super cliche right now but it truly is like true love is one of those things that can really complete your life and i know especially since i met you my life has felt extremely complete whether or not we're living in this house whether or not we had our two beautiful kids Regardless of what path we took, my life is just better with you. It doesn't mean I need you necessarily, but I want you. Like, it, you complete me in ways that I can't describe. And I just feel like you can't put a price tag on that. Like, $5 million sounds great, but it's like I've come into large lump sums of money before and it's just gone. And then you never see it again. Or you buy some things to make you happy and then the emptiness kind of sets in because it's like, wow. I bought a new car, yay, I bought this house, yay. And you kind of enjoy these luxuries and then they, the novelty fades. And what are you left with? You're just left with an empty hole in your pocket and you have to fill it by buying something else. It's consumerism at its extreme. And you can't buy love. You really can, not true love at least. So I feel like it's just, for me, it's not even a question. Well, that's a cute answer. Would you <laughs> answer differently, I'm guessing? I'm going with the $5 million. Wow. Um, we're being truthful okay, here. Okay. And this is not, this is like not me answering to like tomorrow, like ditch you for the suitcase. No, I know. This is, you know, me. Hypothetically. Pre you. Yes. Um. Yeah, I'm going to go with the $5 million personally. Because then I can get that out of the way and then, you know, okay. I mean, to be fair, before I met you, maybe my answer would have been different. But I think that I'm just looking at the perspective of what I've learned, the wisdom I've gained about love. Probably, yes. Before I met you, I probably would have said the $5 million because I don't know what I don't know. And I mean, to your point, you could take the money and still meet somebody. I guess it's not saying that you wouldn't meet them, but I mean, 
for me, I, I would take that sure shot of love and I'm like, hey, I can make money. Like, but I, I don't think either answer is necessarily wrong. No. Okay, next question. Would you rather give up air conditioning and heating for the rest of your life or give up the internet for the rest of your life? Oh my God. Okay, well, we live in Arizona, so I literally can't give up air conditioning. <laughs> so it's gonna have to be internet or we're gonna have to move. Yeah. So. I would surprisingly say air conditioning and heating, but then yes, I would have to relocate. We, we would have to move because I just think the internet is too valuable of a resource to not have access to. Well, we'd literally die if we didn't have it here. No, I know. So, so we couldn't we couldn't live here anymore. Nope. I'm just saying, again, being truthful, right? <laughs> I'm being mm -hmm. truthful. I just, I'm, I'm a sucker for the internet. I love, you know, just staying up to date on the latest news and science and being able to just have access to literally any information at my fingertips is just something I can't replace. I think in a lot of parts of the world, air conditioning and heating is just a luxury. Here it's not, obviously, because we live in mm -hmm. the great state of Arizona, but specifically the Valley of the Sun, but that would be my answer. I respect yours too, though. Because again, you're just looking at it from a survival perspective, which I can appreciate. Well, yeah. So gonna question your morals your morals a little bit now. I don't know, is this like the trolley problem? Pretty close. Would yeah. you rather accidentally be responsible for the death of a child or accidentally be responsible for the deaths of three adults? Honestly, <laughs> that's, that's a tough question. I mean, it would be really hard if those three adults were genuinely really good people and especially if they're like parents that you know, now their children don't have a parent that's coming home. Honestly, like I have to pick the three adults because <laughs> I just, being responsible for the death of a child who has their whole life in front of them, like that's just, that's messed up. Like, I don't, I don't think that anyone could live that down ever, regardless of the circumstances. Like morals or ethics or not, like I'm, I'm pulling that lever and I'm, I'm going, <laughs> I'm going the other way because just for me, like that's so, you're just depriving a child of their life, their innocence, their purity. Like, at least adults have lived their life to an extent. That's what I would say. I agree. I have not, that would have been my same spiel. I'm going to choose a kid over adults any day. I don't think quantity really matters here. So the sorry to those matters. three adults on the tracks, but come on now. As a parent of two small children, I can't let a child, you know, die. I would agree wholeheartedly. Okay. Going off of the internet theme, would you rather have unlimited battery life on all of your devices for the rest of your life or have free Wi-Fi wherever you go for the rest of your life? Unlimited battery. <laughs> <laughs> That's a no-brainer. Because maybe that could, I, I could find Wi-Fi. Yeah. I would probably say the same thing. But Even I though free Wi-Fi would be really convenient. Like planes and stuff, but I, with unlimited battery, baby, I can search. I, it can be searching for whatever Wi-Fi I need. It's true. So. Now... Since it's all device, that means that you would never have to charge your laptop, your phone. I know. Your car. If your car counts as a device as electric, then you've got unlimited range. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. <laughs> so, okay. I think we could agree on that one. Back to you. Okay. On the topic of death, this is always a good one. Oh boy, this is getting quite morbid. <laughs> would you rather know when you are going to die or how you're going to die? You cannot change the time or method of your death. How? Oh, God. <laughs> and I only say that because I don't like, I wouldn't like knowing how much time I have left. Like, I feel like, well, a lot of people might say, oh, I would love to know that so I can kind of plan on my life. Like, I'm such a meticulous planner. Mm -hmm. I feel like as soon as I know what my date is, I would just have this countdown in my head, like that one movie. Mm -hmm. I would just literally, that's all I could think about. I would obsess about it. I would, I, I would almost... I feel like it does this thing where it almost makes you feel impervious to mm -hmm. some degree because it's like, this is when I'm going to die. So anything before that, I can do whatever. So it's kind of, to me, it's a slippery slope. But I feel like if I knew how I was going to die, I would be able to prepare for it mentally. And especially if it was like health related, I might be able to make better choices to see if I could make that any better or mm -hmm. change it. 
But again, now we're going into the final destination territory. <laughs> like maybe it's just deterministic and you can't change it. But mm -hmm. I don't know. I just I feel like knowing when, like while it's not bad, like I just feel like I would prefer to know how, even though it might be morbid. That's an interesting take. I'm going to actually go the opposite way and say I would rather know when and not how only because if the how is like a car accident, I may never drive again. Very true. If it's choking on food, I'm going to be scared every time I need to eat or, you know, whatever, plane crash, like whatever the case you, may be. You may have actually changed my answer because <laughs> so, I, I didn't think about it that way. You're right. Because depending on I'm just saying of like natural causes, you know, heart disease, whatever. But. Yeah, if it's like an external factor, like you're going to be terrified of things. So I, I think I'm changing my answer. Anything. <laughs> I think I'm changing my answer so. based on that alone. Because <laughs> I don't, I think if it was like a car accident, I, I'd probably be like, oh my God, yeah, like like I'm I never getting in yeah, a car. Yeah, like I can never drive anywhere because today is going to be the day. And you don't know when it's going to happen. Exactly. So every car ride is going to be terrifying. But a win, you know, whatever, roll the dice. Okay, oh, you're gonna, I'm going to die at 62. Awesome. I got 32 years left to do what I need to do. I don't have to worry about it right now. And I know that I'm not going to die anytime soon. So I can live this comfort of like, I'm not going to die anytime soon. I'll, I got 32 years. That's how I see it. Now, if it's like, okay, you're going to die at 40, then I'm like, you know, the hell with life at this, you know, what do I need? Like now I can just kind of free yeah. willy it until then. So I don't know. I just think having the end date will help gauge either you can live a lot comfortably or you can live vicariously and just do whatever you need to do. But knowing how I'm yeah. going to just do nothing because I mean, yeah. whatever it is that I know was going to kill me, I'm going to try to avoid it. Yeah, I mean, you make a really good point. I think there is absolutely a right answer <laughs> to this question. And I, I'm i not afraid to admit, I think I was wrong. I think okay. that, that you persuaded me to change my answer because, yes, I, I didn't think about it that way. Having a fear and then not knowing when that thing was going to happen. I think that um, even though I still don't like the idea of knowing when mm -hmm. I, I'm going to die, like I think that it would be better quality information when you consider it in that context than knowing how because it's like if you don't have a lot of time left you live vicariously you go bust your butt but if you have a lot of time it's like you kind of just go back to business as usual you just kind of have to almost like block it out you know so you don't like go down that slippery slope of feeling like i'm invincible like you know like i also think that there's a component to that where if it's not fate driven or deterministic, then it's like you could change your date depending on the actions or decisions that you make, mm -hmm. right? So maybe that date is just what it would be at, at that point in time, or maybe it's constantly evolving. So that's also a consideration. Okay. But hopefully you see where I was coming from with my first I answer. I, it was a good answer. I just gave mine. I just think that, yeah, when you said the car accident thing, I was like, oh, like I, I wouldn't, <laughs> I would not want to know that. Um, because that would be, again, it would just ruin cars for me. Yep. But I think both are justified answers. It's just I think one is better here. <laughs> okay. Let's see. So on the subject of time, would you rather have, and I think this is a very interesting question, by the way, would you rather have a pause or rewind button in your life and why? Ooh. Rewind for sure. Yeah. Rewind. There's a lot of moments in my life I wish I could. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Rewind to just watch what happens again. Mm. Or rewind to be able to undo. And then pause to what? Just like stop and enjoy the moment. So I need, I need to do I would say, I would look at it like, I, I, I'm going to go with the Ghost of Christmas Past approach where you can go back and physically see and, and partially interact mm -hmm. with it like you're a ghost, mm -hmm. but like not actually influence those events. The outcome. Okay. I feel like that's the fairest way to look at it. So how does pause work? Pause means that everything is frozen in time, birds floating in the air, airplanes floating in the air, children mid-stride, frozen, still walk around and, and you could still walk around and do stuff. Okay. I'm going to go with rewind. Um, there's a lot of moments in my life that I wish I could go back and just view again. Um, even it's just like, you know, fly on the wall, like, you know, my children's birth, our wedding, things um, like from childhood, just like really special moments to be able to go back and like witness those again and kind of, you know, clarify some details because things get fuzzy as time passes. But um, really good point. Really I good would, point. And sometimes even things that are really sad, but to kind of just go back and like relive that moment to be like, you know, like you came out OK. So I think that's I would do the rewind because pause. I mean, yeah. 
I can pause and I, I mean, yeah, I can go like, you know, get some food and stuff. But like, if, you, if I can't interact with people, it's kind of just me doting around in space time. So I like rewind. Interesting answer. Very interesting. And I think for me, it's very close. Mm -hmm. Like I want to pick rewind. I really do mm -hmm. because I love the idea of being able to go back and revisit those past moments. And I, I feel like I flip flop on this answer because that would be so cool. I only am saying pause because I am just like, I'm all about trying to be as efficient as possible and getting things done. Mm -hmm. And my biggest complaint in life is that there's never enough time in the day. Okay. So pause. Never so enough time in the day. I need to be able to get okay. more stuff done. Mm -hmm. I would love, especially if it didn't influence how much time I'd left to live. Mm -hmm. Like it truly paused, like even my aging, but mm -hmm. like I just got to do stuff. I would hit pause. I would do all my recording. <laughs> I would do all my editing. I'd play my games or whatever I could do physically again, within the rules of whatever this is. And like, maybe the things I interact with are not paused. Right. Mm -hmm. But the things that I'm not interacting with are so just being able to get stuff done would be really nice. And then just hit play and then go back to normal and, and have that stuff done. And it's like, wow, babe, you cleaned up the kitchen you got all your work done or whatever it was like it would just be so cool to like even if it was paused like like you could still interact with people and mm -hmm. stuff but like time itself did not tick like almost like a weird like the sun just standing still in the sky and the clocks didn't tick like even if it was like that i would pick that too because i could spend more time with the kids and hang out with them and hang out with you and like not have that time tick away so i feel like depending on how you interpret it if I could at least get stuff done, I would definitely pick it. If I could get stuff done and interact with others, I absolutely would pick it, hands down. The one way I wouldn't pick pause is if it was like I hit pause and like I can't interact with anything really because it's pause. Then I probably would say rewind because then the only way that pause really makes a difference is so you could see stuff in still motion or maybe trying to influence events so like you see your kids falling and to prevent them from hurting themselves you put like a pillow down or something you know and yeah that's great too okay that was a really good explanation yeah i cannot hold you for that that was a good one thank you i like it i mean you had a really good explanation for the other one too so what other interesting questions do you have so would you rather wake up in the middle of an unknown desert or wake up in a rowboat on an unknown body of water. Oh, desert for sure. The water <laughs> terrifies me. And it steeps. I know I just talked about this on Sails Up. Like, the ocean is beautiful, magnificent. The sea is a wonderful place to go and explore an adventure. But it's terrifying. <laughs> it's terrifying. I don't know what body of water I'm, I'm in. I could be in Lake Mead, or I could be in the middle of the Pacific at Point Nemo. <laughs> The farthest point from any civilization waiting to die. Like, I don't know. So like being alone in a body of water in a rowboat, like, oh my God, like I couldn't imagine anything more terrifying. I'm like, just, just take me now. <laughs> like, like, but at least desert, like I've got a physical ground beneath me. I can wander around. I could explore. I could find my way back to civilization. I'm confident. Again, we all have that confidence. And, and I feel like that executed correctly, you know, utilizing your survival instincts and your resources you could find a way back but i mean being in the middle of water like i feel like it's like good luck just it, like the only thing is that if i could see the stars maybe i'd have a clue where i am but even that like could be hopeless and Probably. you're kind of just drifting <laughs> like nathan drake until you you know maroon on some unknown island or something with some lost treasure and then you get into some pirates and you know like as cool as that could be, I, I think that would definitely pick the desert. And I'm curious to hear what you would say. Well. Oh, boy. <laughs> interesting enough. Oh, no. Because we talked about this and just me not having a will to survive. So if I'm waking up in an unknown place, I'm probably going to rather actually be the rowboat because I'm just going to jump in the water. I, I don't. Very I, morbid. I don't have no. a will to survive when it comes to like, and I'm speaking with no like experience of this. Like I've right. never been put in this situation, but me knowing who I am as a person, if I wake up in the desert, I'm going to be like, okay, great. I'm hopeless. I'm going to die. 
It's gonna be a lot harder to like die out in the desert than it just would be to jump in the ocean. Right, you'd like have to starve. I'd have to starve and be thirsty and suffer and you know fight off coyotes and all those type of things out there, snakes. The ocean, I could just jump in and you know be shark food. So wow, that's my answer. Wow, so so morbid. It's but not morbid; it's I, real. I feel like just our answers are always very different. There, like I have this survival instinct and will to live. Like I would fight to get out of that desert. I would not fight in that rowboat though. Absolutely not. I would just lay there until like, you know, a shark knock my boat over and I'm like, well, I'm it's been fun. Jumping in there. I'm like, Vecna's at you down there. Oh my God. <laughs> jumping right in. So. Crack, crack, crack. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Run up that hill. <laughs> All right. That, that was a really good one. Okay. I guess since we're on the topic of morbid, I've got a, a good one for you here. Would you rather be able to see how human civilization began or how it ends? Ooh. Cue a somber, cool worlds song I'm from the go, YouTube channel. <laughs> I'm going to go ends. Um, I have a pretty good idea of, I think, how it began with, like, we have that knowledge. So, you know, the little whatever, amoeba, whatever, getting out the water. Not an amoeba, but, you know, whatever. Getting out the water, turning into animals, and then blah, blah. Here we are. So... But I, we have no idea how it's going to end. So I would love to see what that is. Mm-hmm. You know, as much as I, again, this is a close answer for me too, as much as I would love to see abiogenesis and how life actually began, because apparently this is a very heated debate mm-hmm. in modern times. And people, despite amount of evidence that it did happen, since we don't have direct observational evidence, something very hard to prove, right? Mm-hmm. It would be super cool to see how that actually happened over millions of years because we have no idea how it actually happened, the specific mechanisms that were in place. We just know that it did happen and there mm-hmm. were many different pathways. Mm-hmm. But man, would it be so cool and interesting. I know it sounds morbid, but it'd be so cool and interesting to see how it all ends. Because think about how life has evolved over hundreds of millions of years, how humanity has built its civilization from the ground up, from being apes 2 million years ago mm-hmm. to agriculture 10,000 years ago to you know modern civilization in the last 2 millennia not only would it be interesting to see how it ends but when it ends because like imagine you hit a button you go to the end of civilization it's like oh wow it's only 2050 <laughs> or or maybe <laughs> yeah. it's like oh it's freaking like you know like or maybe it's like 3 million AD right and we're like a you know, intergalactic or, you know, interstellar species by that point. Like it just, it would be cool to know how the journey ends because you could infer what we did to get there, how Mm -hmm. we got ourselves in trouble and even how much we achieved in that time span, how much we evolved and continued to grow and explore. So it would give really good perspective. And I feel like it'd be very humbling to see how civilization would end. I agree. So I can see whatever it is we did to kill ourselves. I'm going to go the blight, the suffocation of our planet with uh, global warming and everything. But we'll see Probably. how it actually ends. No one knows. That's my guess. Yeah, it's a good guess. Yeah. All right, back to you. So would you rather be in debt for $100,000 or never be able to make more than $3,500 a month? How much a month? 3500 Is that after taxes and deductions? Yes. I I would um <laughs> I would definitely pick the latter. I would is <laughs> as, as nice as it would be to have the potential to be rich. Mm-hmm. You're just digging yourself out of a hole. I mean you're digging yourself such a deep hole with $100,000 mm-hmm. like and again, now now I will say this. Mm-hmm. Does it mean you have to be in debt with that amount? forever or can you pay it off no it's consistent it's consistent so you mm-hmm. can okay yeah definitely would not want to be consistently in debt for a hundred thousand dollars so i thought okay what if it's like a hundred thousand dollar house you pay it off sure i would take that but if it's just like you have this sinkhole of debt that you could never pay off and it is absolutely meaningless i would definitely pick the income because you could still live relatively comfortably off of thirty five hundred dollars a month at mm-hmm. maximum and i mean hey you need more money find a partner find you know more than one person that could supplement your income Mm -hmm. and there you go and 
you know, I, I could deal with that. I could, I could live with that because you save up enough money over time. They said that that's the limit per month. That no one ever said that you can't shave off money over time and ultimately build up a big savings. But mm -hmm. just having an amount of debt, like that's going to kill your credit. That's going to kill your ability to live life. And unfortunately, we live in a capitalistic society here in the United States of America where we're pretty much like our, our credit score is our score. Like it, it's our livelihoods and, and we are graded literally based on our credit score. Mm -hmm. So what would you say? I would go with the 3,500 for sure. Yeah. Cause a hundred thousand dollars, baby. That's You're not coming out of that. That's like, you might as well jump in <laughs> with, I mean, with doctors right now are like, yeah, okay. But I um, know, but at least they could pay that off. That is true. Yeah. A few years you pay that off. So yeah, no, I'm going to say the 3500 a month. Because, yeah, you can make a pretty comfortable living off of that. Mm -hmm. All right, good stuff, good stuff. Well, I'm going to piggyback off my last question, babe, and I'm going to say, would you rather, and this is very controversial, would you rather solve world hunger or global warming? Oh, boy. Going back to the end of the world. All righty. I am going to say world hunger because that's more of a, they're both immediate problems, but I think one's a bit more immediate than the other. And I think just our progress as like a nation and a whole, people should not be hungry. So I'm going to solve world hunger. I mean, that's pretty much just what comes behind it. I mean, yeah, I could solve global warming and okay, great, extend our life here on the earth by whatever, you know, our lineage on the earth because we won't be around, but at least, you know, I can know that I've fed people. So I think that's right. my answer. It's a really good answer. I mean, I, I, again, this is what I'm very 50 50 on. I think your answer is fantastic because you never know if there's going to be a tomorrow. Mm -hmm. We could blow ourselves up tomorrow and there might not be a tomorrow. So it's like, at least if you could feed people, people are satiated, right? Mm -hmm. However, I am one that I do believe in humanity and our ability to pull through with things. I feel like global warming is kind of, I'm not even going to say kind of, I'm going to say global warming is absolutely over our heads. Mm -hmm. Like there's so much that goes into that problem. It's so interdisciplinary. It's so complex. We still don't nearly have the resources pulled together to solve this problem. The minds pulled together to solve this problem. Like we're running out of time mm -hmm. and it's it's terrifying like yes we could change a lot in 20 years in the next generation but we have to start now right and i feel like if you at least solve global warming you extend the lifespan of our species our planet you you replenish the biosphere and it, i look at it like this if we don't solve global warming there is going to be no food for anybody mm -hmm. so for me i mean <sighs> Like just to be able to allow civilization to carry on in its status quo and not have these climate refugees, evacuations, you know, the, this geopolitical disaster that would be impending and the, the food chain collapsing, like I would probably go with solving global warming. Okay. Just because I feel like if we address global warming, then we'd be staring hunger right in the face like you're next. Like we could focus all our time and attention on that if, if I was able to solve global warming just by snapping my fingers like that, you know? I mean, that's fair. I, I see that. I see your sustainable view. My thing is just, I think even with all the money in the world, we couldn't solve global warming right now. Mm -hmm. But it's a fair point of view. With all the money in the world, we could solve world hunger. There's, Absolutely. There's people I can count on one hand who could probably solve a lot of it on their own right now. I agree. So Elon Musk, we're looking at you for $44 billion. Yeah. A cool $44 billion. Mr. Bezos, you too. <laughs> but um, Mr. Gates. <laughs> yeah. But you know, that's all allegedly. I'm not saying my names. But um, anyway, so yeah, that's my answer. Right. Okay. Great answer. Okay. So back to moralities. Oh, um, boy. Would oh, you boy. rather help one person a lot who really needs it? Life changing help. Mm -hmm. Or make 100 people's lives a little bit better? I would probably go with the 100 people. Okay. And the reason I say that is because I feel like making one person's life significantly better, while that would be amazing and the quality would be phenomenal to just have that transformative impact on someone's life, I almost feel like 
I would almost feel like a weird sense of guilt because mm -hmm. it's like, I did so much to turn their life around that I feel like they're almost like they owe me one. They're almost like <laughs> dependent on me and they would always be like, you know, like, oh, like I'm so grateful. And I'm like, mm, like I, I want them to like be able to put a stamp on their own life mm -hmm. where I feel like the quantity of helping a hundred people a little bit, they can carry on. They, they are still strong and leading their own lives. But like I had a positive impact on this many people. Like I feel like it'd be really cool knowing that I positively impacted that many people and they all are good friends with me or at least they're, you know, they know me or, or they um, think highly of me. Like, I think that that would be a kind of impact I'd want to leave. And while I wouldn't not want to impact someone's life in a transformative way, if I had to pick, I'd probably pick, you know, just random acts of kindness, you know, just incremental improvements, helping many people out in little ways can go a long way, I think. I like that. It's cute. Cute answer. But I'm gonna say the one person. Okay. Because for me, I don't think it's necessarily quantity over quality. So, I mean, yeah, it'd be great to help out 100 people, you know, versus one. But I think that one person, if it's life-changing help, then mm -hmm. I can put a lot more quality into that. Very good answer. And that would make me feel a lot better versus 100 people who's like, okay, man, you know, all right, put gas in your car. Versus the one person, you know, paid your bills for a year, took your kids to Disneyland, you know, all these things, you know. I would feel a lot better with that type of quality over just the quantity of 100 people. Such a beautiful answer. You make me consider changing mine. I think well, I'm gonna no. stick. I'm gonna stick with the hundred people just because again, I, I like the idea of transforming multiple lives. Maybe not as much, but like having that impact, you know, for many people goes a long way. But I totally see your point of view because a lot of people do need that help and that support. You know, whether it's a child or another adult. Like, I'm not saying I'd be opposed to doing something like that. I'm just saying that if I had to pick, just knowing my type of personality, I think I'd like to spread the wealth, no pun intended. No, you're good. Stick by your answer. All right, well, since we're getting into some pretty deep questions here, I have to ask you, my love, would you rather go back in time to see someone who has passed or go forward in time to see someone who hasn't been born yet? Oh, wow. Wow, that's a good one. Oh boy. Go back in time and see someone who's passed or skip forward. Do I get to pick who the person is in the future? Yes. So like you could, let's just imagine that you have almost like a, a grid that's provided for you, like a matrix where, mm -hmm. it, or it's like a family tree that you could be okay. provided today and you could see everybody that will be born mm -hmm. and you could look anybody like celebrities, your own offspring, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then you could also go back and see who was and who existed in your lineage. Okay. Interesting. I <laughs> <laughs> obviously just, you know, house rules here. So yeah, I'd probably say go back in time mm -hmm. and I'd probably go back in time and see, I think my great grandmother, she was very special to me. And I would like to go back to when, you know, before she was sick and tell her what has happened so far. I think she'd be immensely proud of how far her lineage has gone. And I, that would just be something super special. Going in the future would be fun too, but it's not necessarily, I mean, I guess it'd be kind of cool to like see like our grandchildren, I guess, but I don't know them, but I knew right. my grandmother. So I would rather go backwards for me. That's a good answer. I would actually say the same, like as, as cool as it would be to go to the future and see our grandchildren, great grandchildren, whatever it may be. I think that you have to pay respect to your elders in your past. And for me, I mean, I think it'd be hard to pick someone mm -hmm. to go see. I mean, I could go as recent as my late grandfather who just passed last year and just kind of have final words with him because I never got to do that you know, before he passed, because it happened so suddenly. But if I had to really pick somebody from my family, I mean, I, I probably pick my great grandfather, my Opa, because I never really got to know him. Mm -hmm. I, I saw him like, I can remember one time, I knew my Oma very well, I knew my grandpa very well, my grandma, I never really got to know him. And he served in World War Two. And I, I just really I would like to just get to pick his brain, talk to him, get to know the man he was, because my mom thinks so highly of him. Mm -hmm. And so did my grandfather. And 
it'd be really cool to get to spend some time with him, I think. That would be my answer. Great answer. I think that'd be cool for you, you know, be able to talk to him and again, tell him what has happened. Like, if you're able to divulge that information, which right. that'd be kind of cool. So. That would be very cool, indeed. Okay, so this one's more heebie-jeebie. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> would, you, would you rather have a non-venomous spider infestation in your home or a mouse infestation? Oh, my God. <laughs> you can't see seeps the face I'm making right now. but I can. Oh, my God. As much as I hate spiders, I'm going to have to go with the spiders because <laughs> the thought of mice infesting my home i would have to leave i'd have to burn it down everything inside i just that is just at least spiders like are more effectively controlled with pest control they're smaller but i if a mouse crawled on me i, I would probably lose it okay i'm gonna go same because you know how i feel about mice mm -hmm. i your girl i can kill a spider for the most part unless it's like you know a giant australian like huntsman <laughs> You can have it, but... <laughs> that one can take the deed. Girl, take everything. Take my kids. But you know my house spider, I can kill. That's all fine and dandy. But a mouse? Nah. Absolutely not. Mm -mm. Absolutely nope. not. Nope, 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 Absolutely not. So I yep. can probably live with the spiders, have some good pest control, you know, orkin, whoever wants to come by. <laughs> But a mouse, no. Yeah, we already had to deal with the episode of the mouse that got dropped into our inflatable pool a few summers ago by a vulture, and that was fun. Yeah, that was a hell no, because we that, had to, me yeah. as in my husband, had to get it out of the pool, and I just stood by, like, screaming, so. Yeah, as in me, <laughs> yeah. taking care of it, and that was one of the most grotesque experiences I've had in my life, so... So no, yeah. so I'm gonna go with the spider infestation. Yeah. Um, I'm good with that. Good choice, good choice. So I'm no stranger to having, to killing spiders. So here yeah. in Arizona. Good, that's a good one. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna ask you questions very near and dear to your heart. Would you rather skip breakfast or dinner for the rest of your life? You can only keep one, you can't keep both. Oh, I'm skipping dinner, because breakfast I know my homegirl loves <laughs> loves her some breakfast. Favorite meal of the day is breakfast. Plus, you can eat dinnery things for breakfast. But yeah, I can't. Girl. Now, granted, on an average week, do I get to sit down and eat a hearty breakfast? No, but that's because we got two little rugrats around here, so that makes it a little difficult. But if I had to like pick, no, I'm going to be eating breakfast. I could probably skip dinner. Very interesting. Have a big lunch. A snack before bed, but I can skip dinner. But breakfast, if like I got to eat the type of breakfast I wanted to eat every day, mm -hmm. no, I'm having breakfast. My answer changes depending on the interpretation. Mm -hmm. If it means breakfast foods versus dinner foods, I'm oh I'm picking breakfast. Mm -hmm. Like I, I I would never skip breakfast. I, I would choose to skip dinner because I just love breakfast foods so much, and I feel like breakfast food like lunch foods could substitute for your dinner foods. Mm -hmm. Breakfast is irreplaceable in terms of the food itself. If we're talking about just the time of day, I would I would skip breakfast and choose dinner because I feel like the times of day I'd rather eat at for just how my body works, my metabolism, I'd rather be eating at lunchtime and dinner time. I I'm I've skipped breakfast many times. I I know it's the most important meal of the day, quote unquote, but with my schedule as busy as it is, I tend to be better off if I can skip breakfast. If I skip lunch or dinner, typically I'm like just ravenous. <laughs> so that's my answer. But okay. I really like your answer, too, because breakfast is just the goat. I mean, I, I would not want to give it up. It's amazing. Okay. That's a good one. All right. So, a little bit more comical. Okay. Would you rather only be able to use a fork, no spoons, or mm -hmm. only be able to use a spoon and no fork? I pick the fork <laughs> because I use forks for everything. <laughs> and I feel like if I couldn't use, like, I, I would be more angry that I couldn't grip the food with a fork that you need to like put your fork into mm -hmm. rather than like okay what do I need a spoon for like maybe if you have cereal with milk or if you have like soup like ramen I'm just gonna tilt the bowl into my <laughs> mouth and drink it so surprisingly I'm probably gonna go to spoon wow I can, I can eat most foods with a spoon I can eat a piece of cheesecake with a spoon I can eat 
True. Eggs with a spoon, vegetables with a spoon. You could kind of eat pasta with a spoon if you just chop it up enough. Have you tried picking up chicken <laughs> with a spoon? Like pieces piece of chicken and steak? Well, don't go in vertically. You scoop it, you just kind of saw it horizontally. Yeah. I can make that work, but a fork, like I like soup and liquidy foods. So it's True. just gonna run right through and that's gonna be getting me nowhere. But I mean, think about how I eat ramen. Like I get the noodles with the fork and then I just sip on the broth. Well, let's just say you can't sip the bowl. Okay, if I can't sip the bowl, then I probably pick a spoon because okay. that is too important to it's, the experience. Exactly, so I'm going spoon. So again, it depends on you interpret it, but I would prefer fork. Um, if I had to, I'd pick spoon if, if it meant that that was like, there was no other way to ingest the liquid. Okay. I'll go with that. Would you rather be the absolute best at something that no one takes seriously or be average at something well-respected? Average at something well-respected, I think. Because what's kind of the good, like what does it do for you to be really good at something but no one cares? I agree. <laughs> so I, I would I would say the same answer because like I'd rather be like, okay, like he's pretty good at basketball rather than like oh he's amazing at you know making this very specific like deck of cards yeah, or memorizing like he's the dates. best pogo jumper at 12:01 p.m. ever in life like who cares about that yeah but i mean to all of you seeps listening that are pogo jumpers die hard ones please no disrespect <laughs> no no but just teach their own but yeah i'd rather just be pretty average to say something that people at least care about I think we just have to acknowledge that there's some things that more people care about than others. Like, like I also think about like, what if I was like really good at like getting this one specific speed run in a video game? Like there might be a small niche community that cares, but for the most part, a lot of people aren't gonna care. Mm -hmm. Why would I wanna be really good at that when I could be decent or average at something that is like, okay, they can run or they can cook or they can bake, like something that's well-respected. Mm -hmm. I can agree with that. I like it. All right, so now we're getting to the near end of the episode. So let's do a rapid fire on two more questions each, and then we will conclude today's episode. Okay. I've got some good ones saved up here, so. All right. Would you rather have to fart loudly every time you have a serious conversation or have to burp after every kiss? Probably burp after every kiss. Oh, God. Only because, like conversations could be with anybody and like farting is like already embarrassing enough and it smells <laughs> so like a little burp after every kiss like I, I could manage that I could probably like hold it in or like you know make it a small burp but oh god like farting with every conversation like I'm the I, I'm gonna be conditioned to not want to talk to people because I have to fart every time I have to talk to someone well your kisses will be very uh far if you in between well again I mean I mean, is there a good option here? I mean, you <laughs> no. wouldn't want to talk to me if I was farting all the time anyways. Also true. What's your answer? Mm. Burps or farts? I'm probably going to go with farts because, you know, well, not every fart is audible and not every fart smells. I mean, same could be so with burp. Burps. But no, yeah, you teach know. their own yeah. thing. I think they're both, you know, not great answers, but you got to pick I one. I mean, they're not. All right, here's a really compelling one. Would you rather be royalty a thousand years ago or an average person today? Royalty? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, all right. Do you have a reason why? Because I would have been royalty. It would have been great to be like, you know, Cleopatra or like, you know, someone back then. And at least, you know, live my life and had a great time versus just being average like I am today. So. <laughs> You're not average. Okay. You're more than average. You know what I mean. But yes. I would have been cool to be royalty because maybe I would be like a history book or something right now. I can see that interpretation. I think that's a great answer. I would actually pick be an average person today because, you know, like, sure, it'd be awesome to be royalty a thousand years ago, but you have like no internet, no air conditioning, no comforts of the modern world, no advanced technology, diseases running rampant. I have to worry about like, you know, feces in the streets and like the black plague. But if like... you're royalty, you don't have to deal with that. <laughs> I know, but it's just like living in that time would be so depressing. Like, especially if you go back a thousand years, that's what the middle ages, like middle ages were terrible. I like, mean... like the Renaissance was where you want to be. If, if I could be royalty in the Renaissance or 
the age of enlightenment, then sure, but not the Middle Ages. I would pass. I mean, hard pass. Like peasants and stuff. Yeah, they kind of struggled, but. Yeah, I mean, ancient Egypt would be cool though. I'm not gonna lie. If I could be royalty in ancient Egypt, I could. I'd probably pick that. I know. All right, last question of the day. First, we'll start with you. All right. Would you rather be alone for the rest of your life or always be surrounded by annoying people? Oh my God. I would say surrounded by annoying people only because I know how the human psyche works and people can literally go insane in isolation as annoying as it, it would be to be surrounded by annoying people at least i'd have company i think that being alone would uh, that the prospect of being alone for the rest of your life and not interacting with anybody is inherently terrifying because we are just inherently social creatures and i think that i would probably go insane after a while like talking to myself and making imaginary friends and seeing things and i i just wouldn't want to go down that road so that's my answer I could deal with the annoying people. I, I deal with annoying people all the time. <laughs> not you, but, you know, and not the kids, but, you know, other other people that I, I don't necessarily want to interact with. That's a good answer. And I understand where you're coming from. I really teeter the line, but I'm probably actually going to go with being alone. Wow. Because <laughs> odds are I'm going to end up alone anyway if I'm around annoying people because I'm going to tell everyone to piss <laughs> off. And yeah. Because I cannot hold my tongue in certain situations and mm -hmm. being surrounded by annoying people, I would have to let them know that. You have no filter, baby. I hope you know that. I know. And then <laughs> no one's going to want to be around me and I'm going to end up alone anyway. So I would personally rather just be alone in my own thoughts. And you know what? If I go crazy, then me and, you know, imaginary friend are going to have a great time. <laughs> At least they won't be annoying because I can, you know. Right. Them. I guess it's better than being in a box, like how Michael Stevens of Vsauce did it with Minefield. No. Like, I feel like this would be a lot No, not in a palatable. box, but if I can just kind of roam, you know, freely, but just be alone, I would be like, probably fine with that. Imagine a like cabin in the woods style. I'd be fine. You can, like, you know, hunt. You could, like, you know, grow food and stuff like that. You just don't see anybody. You're, like, yeah, last, it, it last say, woman on Earth. It didn't say I couldn't have an animal. I'd, like, you know, befriend a squirrel or something. And, or, like, like a Wilson. That'd be fine. Last person on Earth. Yeah. I could see that. Tom Hanks did it. Yeah. Wilson. Exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> Find me a Spalding. It was, it was funny. You know... Avery and I actually just talked about we we drop we name drop Castaway in the last episode as oh, well. So Castaway with Tom Hanks has been featured in back to back a cup of tea episodes. I think that's a that. funny nugget. Last question of the day, my love. I think this is a pretty good one. Would you rather never age or know everything? And I mean everything. Like you would have n no mysteries. You would understand how the universe works. You would know everyone's thoughts. You'd be inundated with information. That outcome versus never aging and, like, basically being immortal and, like, never having to worry about organ failure or, like, your skin looking older or anything like that. Like, what, what would you rather pick? It's, like, infinite time or infinite knowledge. Oh, wow. I'm going to go with infinite. Oh, those are both come with a lot of baggage. But I'm going to go with infinite knowledge, I think. Mm-hmm. Infinite time it's great and all, but once everyone I know dies, then I have nothing left. And I mean, yes, mm -hmm. I'll get to keep seeing my family, I guess, grow on. Um, but without having the, my original squad, I would just feel really lonely. Mm -hmm. um, infinite knowledge, I could do a lot with that. I could make, you know, the world better and mm -hmm. aid in all those advancements and helping humanity. Knowledge um, is power. Knowledge is power for sure. But if I'm just here existing in my 30 year old shell forever, I wouldn't like that. Yeah. I mean, knowledge can be an advantage. It mm -hmm. definitely can. And I, I actually agree with you on this one. I think while infinite time would be cool conceptually, think about Cooper from Interstellar. Mm -hmm. How lonely would that be to watch your own daughter die? And then have a family that you don't know, that yeah. you're basically a ghost to. And now you have to live in this distant future that you just, you feel like an alien, literally. You feel mm -hmm. like you're out of place. I feel like never aging would also just get depressing over time because it's like you're seeing eons go by and like 
the world turn over and, and you don't change and mm -hmm. you have to keep adapting continuously. Whereas I look at it and also your mind won't have the capacity to absorb all these things you learn over thousands or millions of years, mm -hmm. right? But if you know everything, you can reverse engineer some things in your life. You can figure out the key to anti-aging. You mm -hmm. can figure out the laws of physics to go across the universe exactly. in no time. You can do those things within a lifetime and extend a human lifetime, but mm -hmm. still age yep. and, and help others. So I think that the knowledge is definitely the one I would pick as well. Great answer. I think that this was a wonderful episode. I think we hit it out of the park today. Babe, what are your thoughts on our first ever Would You Rather episode? It was fun. I liked it. We will definitely have to do a part two. I think so. And I will say this, Steeps, for part two, please send in your suggestions to podcastacot at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at ACOT Podcast. Please let us know what topics you would like to see for a future Would You Rather episode. I will also put a question for this episode so when you're watching on Spotify, you can answer what Would You Rather topic would you like to see Antasia and myself cover next? But yeah, I think this format was a lot of fun. I like being able to interview each other and, and going through the questions. So thank mm -hmm. you for joining me. As always, my lovely, beautiful, amazing wife. And we'll be back soon. We will. Bye. To play another game until another day. Thanks for listening to us play Would You Rather. If this podcast is your cup of tea, then please subscribe for the latest freshly brewed ice-cold content. As always, let your thirst for curiosity leave you feeling enlightened.